Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on the Freaking Awesome Show, we're talking all about Project Paranormal VA. Let's do this. I was a hard drinking sinner with blood on my hands. I was a hard drinking sinner, a gun in my hands, drinking 40 pounds for dinner. Till I met a big man, and the man said, How do we do? How do we do? Put her ear, earbuds in. 
I'm giving you the play-by-play of what's happening here on the uh, the freaking awesome show. This is the uh, second to the final uh, show here at Camp Hanover. Hope everyone's is exactly live from Camp Hanover. Um, hope everyone's having a great day or a great, yeah, great Monday. Hope everyone had a good weekend. We had an awesome weekend um, up here. Um, my friend Holly Mullins came out with her cousin Dallas, and they had a seance. We had held a seance at the cabin on 360 uh, last Saturday night, and it was uh, an incredible event. Lots of fun, lots of positivity, lots of uh, – Paranormal activity too. Um, it was uh, great to see everyone. It was great to see Holly again. It was. Um, it had been a while since we actually since we've had an event at the cabin, so it was just good to get back out there, you know, um, and see everyone. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you just have some good, you know, do some ghost hunting. You know, it's, it's been a while since I've actually been on a paranormal investigation, so. I enjoyed it. This weekend, we were taking uh, some of can- uh, Angie's. Oh, I said Kanji's. Kanji's. I, I, I mixed up Camp Hanover with Angie. So we're taking some of Angie's uh, Camp Hanover uh, compatriots, compadres, staff, to the cabin to do some investigating. Um, this is the first time any of them have actually gone into a normal investigation. So... That is going to be a lot of fun. So we're super excited about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, not much else going on around here. Just pretty much, it's just pretty much with this camping, it's pretty much the same thing. Different week. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Angie earlier, and it seems like what happened at the beginning of the summer feels like it was a year or a year ago to me it's just it's just it's just weird how time can play tricks on your mind like that you know like yeah it's uh angie's eating a sausage biscuit a maple sausage biscuit <laughs> told you hey. gonna play by play take a sip of my coffee here tonight on the show just in case you sound like you have food in your mouth i'm letting people know what, what they what they what they're well, you're sipping coffee. i just told them i was sipping coffee Tonight we've got um, the folks from Project Paranormal VA coming on the show tonight. They have a YouTube channel, which I haven't shared on my, which I shared on my on my uh, Facebook page. They uh, their last uh, video they uploaded was was at the Graffiti House, and it was, it was pretty awesome. I'm gonna admit, they had some pretty 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 compelling evidence, and I'm super excited to have them on the show with us tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, put them on right now. What is up, guys? How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, we are doing just fine. How are we doing, Ryan? He's on the show. Thank you for having us on. I'm doing... No problem. I like to. How many? Who do we have on the show with us tonight? I am Matt Rice. Um, I'm I'm Travis. All right. So we have Travis and Matt on with us so far. Um, 
You said there'll be two more people joining us, or is this, this it? There, sh- there should be two more. They said they were here. Um... Oh, there they are. Yeah. yeah All not... right. So here's another another one. Hello. Hi. Welcome. How are you? Sorry, this is Dan. Oh. Hey, Dan. Good to have you on. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for having us. I have one more number out here. It's a it's a five four one number. Anybody that would be Matt familiar? Is he supposed to call in? Uh, yeah, that would be Bullard. Yeah, he should be here. I want to I want to put his name. I want to put his number out so everybody can hear it. So Matt, if that there you are. Okay. So now the gang's all here. Now the party can start. Am I, am I in now? Yes. yes. Welcome. Yeah. Yes. All right, right on. I know. How's it going? I pressed one like three times. <laughs> oh, really? Now, usually there's a question mark that shows up on my screen when uh, when they press one. I guess the long talk is being uh, stupid tonight. Well, thanks again. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for calling in the show tonight. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, um, I guess to get started, I'd like to learn how you, one of you uh, got into the paranormal. Go ahead, Bryce. You want to know what got me into the paranormal? Yeah, like uh, how'd you got how'd you get the how'd you get the bug how'd you get interested Did into you the paranormal? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't want to take up the whole show, so uh, <laughs> just to make it yeah, just to make it brief. Um, so I had experiences like as a child and everything. Um, but really what solidified everything for me, uh, was an experience I had with, uh, Matt Bullard and another one of our team members, Clay, he's not here. Um, we used to mess around with the Ouija boards and, uh, we had a pretty weird, uh, encounter. Oh yeah. I used to make them with, uh, yeah, I used to make them out of like uh, anything, like cardboard. I would just, you know, write out the Ouija board, and um, we we never played it or anything like that that night. Uh, but my buddy Clay, he got some random uh, numbers in his head, which was nineteen, twenty, fifteen, sixteen. And just to make a long story short, um, it spells out on the alphabet uh, stop. And uh, I continue to think more into it. And come to find out um, our first, middle, and last name. Each one of us, there was four of us there. Um, Matt Bullard has 19 characters in his name. Clay has 20. I have 15. And the other person with us had 16. Um, and that moment right there kind of opened my mind up to really want to, like, seek more and see what else was out there. And so we went ahead and went on a public investigation at uh, Trans-Allegheny and probably had one of the scariest nights of our lives, and it just got us hooked from that point on. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Really, that was the definitive moment, moment for me as well, um, me as in Matt Bullard. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that I like, I, in my whole life, I never really had any kind of uh, experiences, you know. I never got any feelings. My mother always said she could... She had her feelings, and she could hear her things, and I was like, oh, I guess I didn't pick up the family trait. But then this this thing happened with the Ouija board. 
And uh, the other person in question is my fiance, and she is still completely enthralled by that story. It's it's a wild story. The coincidence stops being coincidence at a point, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is an absolute. Yeah, there's so much more to that story. story. I mean, you know, if you want to tell as much as you want to, you know, I mean, we're here for you. No, I mean, with that with that story, I mean, it, that's that's like a thing all in itself. But like, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, you know, they're just making that up. They're they're friends and and they know each other's names. To be honest with you. I've known Clay all my life, and I thought his name was Clay, and his name is William. You know what I mean? So, like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. most people don't go around telling people their middle names. And, um, yeah. Nobody knew my yeah, that, that, middle name. Right. Yeah, so it was just all in all, it was a very bizarre, bizarre account. So, How about the rest of you? I mean, unfortunately, I didn't have anything cool like that happen. This is Dan. Um, I've just always kind of been uh, into it, you know. I've just always felt like there was yeah. always something more there. And I didn't really have any experiences that I remember as a kid. But, you know, on into college and, and a few things, I had a few experiences here and there that were just kind of weird and couldn't really explain it. And then... um it just you know, hearing clapping noises, feeling like I was being watched in certain houses, just just random things. But me always believing it was it was out there, kind of just you know, I just was looking for a group to be able to join and be able to to get some people that had some knowledge to to join in. And I was randomly um, bouncing at a bar. And was talking to about it, talking about it to one of our guests there, and he just mentioned he knew Matt Rice, and I got in touch with Matt. I met up with Matt Rice and Bullard, and the next week or so we went on an investigation, and I, they haven't been able to get rid of me yet. <laughs> Don't plan on it either. <laughs> He's a lot of fun. Where was the investigation? Uh, I think it was in. I think it was it's in Trans- Virginia. Virginia. Right? No, it wasn't. No, no. I, it was uh, the person of investigation no. I went on you guys with was Hume. It was some lady's house that used to yeah, be a gas yeah. station. Yeah. And yeah. we, yeah, we found out that she was basically just having bleep paralysis and, you know, she had rats living in her home. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm. That's quite a way to uh, start off your your investigation, you know, paranormal investigations right there. Yeah, it's well, definitely interesting uh, working with those guys. They're they've gone on a few, and it was just fun to to kind of get that experience. But hopefully, I mean, at that point, you know, me saying sleep paralysis and showing them the sleeping pills that we saw and the the rat traps. Mm-hmm. First, sleeping in a yeah. giant uh, fear cage of a heated blanket for twenty years. You know, it just explained a lot for us there. Yeah, sometimes it really is just in your head, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, what about you, Travis? Did I get it? Like I said, Travis. Um. Yeah. So, for me, I got interested in the paranormal when um. 
my father was stationed in Alaska. Um, we were on a military base, and, uh, you know, in the military, he was gone, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, whatever. So I had a lot of time home alone. And uh, one instance I can think of uh, off the top of my head was seeing a soldier walk through our back door into the uh, dining room and turning towards the kitchen while I was in the living room. I was like uh, 11, 12 years old. And, uh, you know, it, it just looked like an actual person just walked through my house. And, you know, I walked by, doors shut and locked. I go in, and the, ex- the only exit is through that uh, little walkway where the back door was. So I, I couldn't explain that. And, uh, you know, ever since then, it's just been like, you know, I've had an interest in the paranormal. I can see uh, how that would uh, would pique your interest. Did you your did you ever uh, have any more experiences like that in that in the house? Like, um, just things you know disappearing or being moved. You know, just random small things, but nothing nothing like an apparition. Um, maybe sounds, but yeah, nothing, nothing crazy like like that. So how did uh, Project Paranormal uh, for Virginia get get started? So originally it was called Virginia Paranormal Research Society. Um, and it originally started out with me, Bullard, Travis, and Clay. And then it grew. Uh, we had two other people uh, join and then Dan came along, and we would honestly not even really do anything in Virginia. Virginia is not really known for, like, having haunted places. If if anything, they're historical places, and a lot of these places don't want, you know, um, ghosts involved in in their in their facilities mm-hmm. you know they they wanted to just be historical and then you know when they realized that money's not coming in and then that's when they finally opened their doors and they allow people to do it but um we would find ourselves outside of state lines and people would come up to us and be like virginia paranormal like why are you here you know and it just it felt very it felt like we were confined in a box that i didn't want to be confined in so mm-hmm. throughout the years you know um, we kind of changed how we went about it. And I really just wanted a fresh start. I wanted something that made more sense to what it is that we do. And that's when we kind of, you know, we all voted, everybody came up with names and everything. And then we just voted for uh project paranormal because it seems fitting. You know, a lot of people yeah. think paranormal is just ghosts. And it's not, you know, I, I don't want to be confined in a box and neither do these guys. You know, I want to be able to go out there and, and look for cryptids, uh, UFOs, anything that falls underneath that realm of paranormal. That's what I want to do. Unfortunately, you know, we haven't really done a lot of cases, any at all, with UFOs or, or cryptids just because it's very few and far in between. But, like, I don't want to be... uh subjected to a certain category. Yeah, paranormal, it's a pretty big umbrella. 
So just if you use the word, use the word I'm paranormal, pretty much means like you know pretty pretty much anything. So you're not you're not really restrained to that to one particular um, you know investigation. Yeah, and in a lot of groups out there, you know, they all kind of have like their own city or state name, and I just I think we want to be really different from from everybody else. Well, it's good to stand out, you know, and hopefully more locations will be opening themselves up to you closer, closer to home. I, I just watched the Graffiti House, which is which is uh, you know here in the state, and uh, I've never been there before. But I heard it's a very active location. Can you tell us how you guys got into there? Do you guys want me to take this or? Um. <clears throat> We've gone to the graffiti house before, and, you know, we just kind of mingled around uh, the first couple times, just eyeballing the property. And then eventually Matt was able to get into touch with, um, what was what was the name of the people you met up with? In I, got, I can't remember. It was so long ago. If you're talking about the first time, I, we literally yeah. just went in there just to see if they would allow an investigation, and it was whoever the caretaker was at that time. Yeah. Uh, we A long time ago, we tried to get into the graffiti house and, you know, do things legitimately, but it never really happened. And then as the years went on, Matt was able to get into contact with proper people, and we were able to get our way in. I don't yeah, know if so I went. Answer. Luck, I went I like the three. I went like three years ago, um, and it was just me and and two other people who are no longer with us, uh, and didn't really like have that. Not like that. <laughs> I didn't really have like a lot of activity <laughs> going on. Um, and to be honest with you, like uh, the group, the group has changed quite a bit, and I wanted to do something that I knew. Uh, was close for everybody, just something to kind of ha- rehash everything, you know, and, and just start with a clean slate in this place. Just, yeah, it's close for it everybody. And it was a fresh restart. And I had been there before and I, and I had caught some, some pretty unique things. And uh, now we use different equipment, different methods and different people bring out different kind of evidence. I, I believe that at least. And, um, we originally were supposed to have both pieces of property. We were supposed to have the graffiti house and the church next door, but unfortunately uh, the church was unsafe for us to go into. So we, all we had was the graffiti house. And like I said, I I just looked at it as a fresh start. I thought we might get a couple Uh of cool things here and there, but what we caught that night, I think really like re sparked that fire for everybody because we captured more activity there than I think we would have. When I originally thought we would have caught, we definitely caught way more than what I originally thought. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better. It sounds like pretty damn good restart for your team, a good uh, recharge for you guys. It really was. It like for the past couple of years, uh, I, you know, I had to take a break from the group. Um, Mm-hmm. I had a son, and life just kind of came at you, you know. And I've gotten to a point where I can't, I've been able to get back in, and 
I've been itching for it. Every year that's gone by that I haven't been doing it, I've, I've been itching for it. And this just reignited that fire so, so easily. And that one moment in the evening, little spoiler here, where I pointed the prop pistol at Matt and it said dangerous. That blew my mind. It blew my mind. Mm. I, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. I couldn't believe it. I was skeptical with the little, the, the ghost tube app, you know, it's an app. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. just straight away skeptical about it. But that, like I said before, coincidence stops becoming coincidence at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some pretty well, good like, luck with some of those apps myself, you know, here at the cabin where some of them are, some of the answers to the questions I, I've asked have been pretty spot on. Um, so, yeah. You know, I've, those apps can be pretty accurate. It, it, I mean, it, going back, it, like... It, I do have a question for yep. you, Ryan. Yes, sir. Have you had? Uh, I know you watched uh, watched our first our first episode back. Um, have you ever had two separate devices communicate to you at the same time? Like each of, like one will answer and then the other will answer, and then they'll they'll almost like talk to each other with you. That has not happened to me, and that, that was pretty. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, that was spectacular. And then that's what I was going to say. So, three years ago when I was there, I had a busted up spirit box. I I don't know what was wrong with it, but I I had to press it really hard to get it to 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 work. And that's probably the only activity that I caught when I was there three years ago was the fact that it said behind you, and I said, "What's behind me?" It says painting. And I say, who's on the painting? And it says, mm-hmm. General. Well, sure enough, I took the painting off the wall. I don't know if I was supposed to, but I took the painting off the wall, and it says General, and then the rest of the name kind of fades out. This is an original piece. So that's what I mean. Going back three years ago, and then we go there a couple months ago, and having Dan's phone say behind you, and immediately you're like, oh, God, what's behind me? Like you're thinking there's like a ghost or something behind mm-hmm. you. And then yeah, my yeah. piece of equipment, which is like 15 years old, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a real Obulus, one of the original ones. So his ghost app on his cell phone says behind you, and then mine says star. And sure enough, behind him is a Confederate Medal of Honor that's a star. I mean, it's clear as day. And that's what I mean. Like when I said going to the skeptics, how can you deny the existence of life after death? Because – this is proof. In my mind, this is proof. Yeah, you're yeah, playing I with mean, the 2021 20, app. Sorry. You're yeah, playing no, with the no, 2021 app, and you have a 15-year-old device, and they're working in unison. So, Yeah, and I'm usually that, pretty skeptical about any kind of – I'm usually pretty skeptical about any kind of evidence we get using anything. You know, I'm not a skeptic mm-hmm. that it exists just lots of times with the equipment. I'm like, hey, you know. But, you know, sounding like a broken record with what Bullard's saying, coincidence stops being coincidence. And that was really, you know, I can't really dispute that and say that stuff was random because if it was random, that's that's really, really yeah. close together. Yeah. Well, and yeah, another thing is, like, about stuff too, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. But, like, so I, I learned that night that I'm illiterate as well, right? So... 
<laughs> I, <laughs> oh, that was so good. So when, I, I got to give a shout out to my fiance to real quick because she's the one that pointed this out. <laughs> yeah. So I always try to come up with like new methods on how to capture activity that really leaves no questions. Like it's 100%. This is what it's got to be. So I was like, let me write down a word that nobody else knows what it is and see if we can't get whoever's doing the Estes method to say the word. And, of course, when you're in the moment going through the investigation, you don't catch certain things. I thought I spelled the word mm-hmm. right. Clearly I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But the ovulus, my ovulus, my 15-year-old ovulus, kept saying H. And then we would ask, <laughs> hey, Whoever's doing the Estes method, can you say the word that I wrote down? And it would say H, and then the ghost tube would would say something, and then whoever was doing the Estes method would say, I can't. And then, and this is what I mean, like, to the the people watching it, they're going to be like, this is totally fake, they they faked this or whatever, or he saw the word or whatever. Dan was literally we were were getting ready to be done and Dan was like I want to say the word I want to do it one more time for five minutes and I want to see if I could say the word something is telling me to say the word so literally we did it for five minutes and regardless of whatever he said I kept asking the question what is the word that I wrote down what is the word that I wrote down and I didn't think it was going to happen right so Uh Dan says Neil he's blindfolded He cannot hear a single thing going on. I kneeled down to grab my camera to turn it off because we were done. And he said, kneel. And right after he said, kneel, he said, whiskey. And that's the word that I wrote down. And throughout the whole entire night, we kept getting on the ovulus, H. Not just, it wasn't just words. It just kept saying the letter H. Like, how do you deny that? You know what I mean? Like, how, the spirits yeah, yeah. know that I'm illiterate, and they're trying to spell the word, right? And they're saying I can't say <laughs> it because it's not a word. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. That's um, I mean, that mind-blowing. It's crazy, but the people who are going to doubt, you know, whatever you put out there, are going to be, they're going to be doubters no matter what. No matter how yeah, the evidence is, there are going to be people who will be like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, that's but our word is all pretty much all we have as investigators. Um, as, yeah. as the evidence we put out there is legit, you know. But I yeah, mean, like, right. what's the coincidence? The, the obvious kept spitting out the letter H. I mean, it's irrefutable. Yeah, for those of you, opinion. like, the guys know me, and you know, they have no reason to believe that I would lie or do anything. I, it's, it's, Mm-hmm. And anybody watching that is just like, hey, there's that dude. He probably just looked at the piece of paper and everything. And I, I didn't. I swear on everything. I, didn't, I hate didn't the even piece know where it was. And yeah, I did just when we were getting ready to end the night, it was just like, you've ever had that un that unyielding compel um, to like touch something that you shouldn't touch. Like you're at the museum oh, yeah. and it's like I really want to touch that picture. Like that's what was it's like going... that urge to jump. That's yeah, I play. it was just like you know you're not supposed to do yeah, it. Something was just to. telling me put the headphones back on, put them up, put them back on. You can mm-hmm. do it. You'll do it. And it was just like, and I just begged to do it one more time because I I felt like I could get the word out. 
And it wasn't, it wasn't even like, I can guess the word. It was just like, I, I can get the word. It was so weird to explain and, and to, to, cause it was just an odd, compelling feeling. So strange. The house knew what the word was the whole time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The whole time. Because we didn't get whiskey, you know, uh, like you said, until the very end. And we'd been trying for a few hours. And it had been spitting out the letter H over a pretty good amount of time. So um, what does the letter H have to do with whiskey? Was it trying to spell whiskey without the rest of the word? Or what is, what is that? Um, it was, it was is, letting us know it was missing the letter H. Uh, so okay. I spelled uh, the word whiskey, the letter w, yeah. yeah, I spelled it W-I-S-K-E-Y. That's why I said I'm like illiterate. Was, I forgot the like A. It was whiskey flower. Yeah, it would have been as if Elmer Fudd was writing risky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. With the, with the X's on the, on the uh, bottle and shit, yeah. No. Yeah, no, so I forgot the letter H. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. They didn't. They let you know. Yeah, they did. Exactly. Definitely let you know. Spill it right, dumbass. God. Next time, you need to bring uh, some whiskey to uh, Absolutely. To the graffiti <laughs> house to see what you Yeah, that's get. a good point. We should just be like, sorry about last time. <laughs> <laughs> you bring whiskey and cigars. That'll make you the most popular popular team in the, in the house. Yeah. So, um... What do you guys What do you guys have coming up with uh, any places you guys are coming in the future going out there? So the next episode is going to be released on the YouTube channel um, Saturday. It's the Fauquier Jail, uh, well, and there. then that after the nice. yeah, and then and then after so just because this is just the way that it is, right? we all have normal jobs Mm -hmm. and we can't do this as much as we want to. And putting together these episodes, you know, it takes time. So one comes out every month and the next one coming out this Saturday is the Falkier jail. And then a month after that one will be the octagon mansion. And then actually we are going to the cabin on three sixty for two days. uh, the The beginning of September. Oh, yo, that's going to be fun. I'll be excited to uh, show you guys around when you come down. Next yeah, month. we're looking forward to it. So when you're looking at... Never been anywhere for two days. I, I mean, I'm excited you guys are coming out, here, coming out here for two days, and it's definitely worth it. Three three locations and one, you'll definitely... There's definitely enough, uh, enough uh, to keep you guys busy out here. Um, you know, you're talking about... Uh, using, you know, equipment and stuff and giving, like, confirmation. We are – I was inside Melissa's room. I was with Dennis and some friends. And Dennis uh, asked spirits uh, in the room if the name Randy was significant. Randy is the name of the, the man – the guy who killed his sister in the house. And a female voice came through on the spirit box saying, he did it. Clear as day. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I so, think. Yeah, you, uh, guys, you guys are gonna have a good time. Yeah, pretty I'm certain. Looking forward to it. I've got, 
I've got a bunch uh, of things on my wants. sleeve that I'm going to try. <laughs> uh, do I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll chime in real quick. I do have a quick question about the place. Um, so it is wooded, of course. What what uh, what kind of wildlife is in the area? Well, we're in Virginia, the, my guy, well, so it, it can't well, be. Yeah, but what kind of what kind of wildlife back is there? Out? Oh, I mean, and back behind the cabin, there are deer, you know, possums, raccoons, snakes. Uh, okay. There's a there is there are foxes back there. Um, I guess my main concern is like coyotes and bears. No, no. My guy, we're in no. Virginia. Okay, I got bears running through my mom's yard. That's why I got bears running through my mom's yard. If there's a bear, yeah, I've it's, got... it's way out of uh, way out of its territory being down here in Mechanicsville. Okay, cool. I just want to be sure. You know, so I got an arsenal. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Nothing yeah, out there. Yeah, we go gonna... venture out, the venture issue. out to the woods. Think about what I'm listening to. You know. Yeah, we have heard weird knocking sounds out there though. Out That's right. Out in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's why I thought mm, Sam's is, um, is a Bigfoot in the backyard, in the back behind the cabin. That's, That'd be you cool. Know, just, you know, exactly. You have, you have everything out there. <laughs> and we have dolls, too. So, like that, we have we have. I'll just make too. sure okay. I'm not walking around outside. You said so you, you have dolls? The bear is me. Yes. I think in the cabin. I, uh, I, I do not like dolls. Yeah, I hate dolls. Well, that's where you're going to go. I'm not a dog guy. We have dolls and a giant spiders, snakes, and we have everything. Oh, Clay's going to love the spiders. Oh, God. Clay's going to love the spiders. I hate spiders. We had had Sean Austin from from, uh, Travel Channel come out to do an investigation, and he saw the spider on the wall. It's a huge wolf spider. The guy's like, you know what? I I don't I'd rather fuck with demons than try to deal with these spiders down here. Amen. Oh God. <laughs> no. I mean, they're they're, they're you know they just, that was just a one time thing. It's like you don't go down there all the time and see giant spiders, but just uh just a heads up, there may be some spiders downstairs. I had a giant wolf spider on my foot at work the other day, and I I had to I was standing I, I work in the plumbing industry. And uh, I was standing over two open septic tanks, so I had to be very careful to not mm-hmm. freak out. I didn't want to fall in, but yeah. it, it covered the, oh, yeah, the whole top of my the whole top of my steel toe boot. Like it, it, I, that was a, the biggest mm-hmm. wolf spider I've ever seen. It had a big stack on its back with all this baby. No. Mm-hmm. You want to hear something even worse than that? We had an investigation uh, last uh, week, and uh, we had some people out in the woods, and. Uh, some some girl had a copperhead slither over her foot. Oh no! Ooh. Okay, so that's like, good to she keep didn't even freak out. She was like, "Oh, is that a copperhead?" And it went into the woods. Didn't even didn't even know it. But yeah, yeah. Most of the time, you're, okay. the copperhead is just trying to keep going, and you're just in its way. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm glad she didn't she didn't freak out because that that would have been uh, that might have been some trouble. An issue. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to keep my eye out there. It would have been a whole other issue. Yeah, I mean, it's the first time I've ever seen a, I mean, even and was even seen a copperhead out there. So, it might have just been her bad luck or good luck, depending on how you look at it. 
I'm excited for sure. Yeah. Man. Very, very excited. So what's been your I've favorite been, location? I've, oh, Trans Allegheny for me, 100%. It seems like I'm going to make no more agree we're all got like started. One. Try again, guys. Trans-Allegheny yeah, and Rolling Hills. Yeah, mine yeah, would be... Trans-Allegheny uh, was really fun, but Rolling Hills was, was phenomenal. Mine would be Prospect Place uh, or Trinway Mansion in Ohio. Oh, boy. I don't... Yeah. I think... Because I haven't been on any of those bigger ones. Um, uh, and now I... Yours would be St. Albans. The name of the place. Yeah, St. Albans. That would be Here's, my favorite. So oh, I love that place. Yeah, I have a lot of lot of uh, lot of cool history there. That's a great location. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my first big investigation, and you know, you always love your first. Yes. Yeah. Top, top of your paranormal cherry, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's uh when you when you're looking at a location, what what do you what do you try to what do you look for when you decide if you want to film there or just investigate or is it always just gonna film? Uh for for me honestly, since I've been doing this since twenty thirteen, um you kinda if you just go into it with the mindset of capturing paranormal activity, you're gonna burn yourself out so quick. And that's why mm-hmm. so many people get into it and they get out because I like I tell people paranormal investigating is worse than fishing. Like it really, really is. And sometimes you go somewhere and you spend all this money and nothing happens. So you got to find something else that you're into it. You got to find something else that you get from it other than capturing paranormal activity because it doesn't happen all the time. So for me, it's, it's the filmmaking part of it. And, you know, being a part of history and seeing places that most people will never see in their lives or seeing it in a, in a state that most people will never see, like being there for two days in the dark, you know, um, the, the fear factor of it. But for me, honestly, um, what draws me to locations is the darker side of things. I've just noticed mm-hmm. that out of all the places that I've gone to, the darker the history, the better the activity, because it's cool, you know, to go talk to someone's dead grandma, but it doesn't really do it for me. I like, I like the the darker side of it. I like to be scared. And it just seems like, Mm -hmm. you know, asylums, prisons, satanic stuff. That's just, that's just the way to go. Yeah. 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 It's not just a pure Especially well, pieces with dark history, like I'd say, it's more interesting, you know, when you when you go places that have a darker history, than going to someone's house who, who like you said, sees their sees their dead grandma. You know, it's cool for them, you know, and if, if they want need help, it's good to whether we can help them out. Yeah. But but see, like, and I don't I, we don't even like doing residential. I mean, Dan's more of like the soft hearted kind of person. He wants to go in there and. He feels sympathetic towards people. He's really like into the child spirits and stuff like that. And he really wants to help people. But it's like I tell all these residential calls that I get. 
a lot of these groups out there, you got to be careful. You really, really do. Because in this field, you get some weirdos. And a lot of people claim that they can... What's that? I said they'll, they'll, they'll take advantage of a situation. Exactly. Yeah, they'll take yeah. advantage of the situation. And what we tell people is our job solely is to document paranormal activity. I cannot get rid of your demons, your gin, your whatever it is. I can't do that. There are certain people for certain trades. You hire a plumber when you need plumbing. You know, so our job in, is to go in there and document paranormal activity. And if we capture something, if we are able to determine what it is, then we can point you in the right direction to get that help that you seek. Um, but there are so many people out there that, you know, everybody's a psychic. Everybody can get rid of everything, you know, and it's just that's not our goal. Yeah. Our goal is to capture activity and put it in the right hands to the right people, you know, people that can say, 100%, this is something that is that is supernatural, or if it's a demon, you know, we can call their local church or something like that. But it, yeah, that that's our goal, you know. We just like doing it, and we like capturing activity, and making a film is just one way to show other people what we experience. But at the end of the day, like, it's just for us. It's basically our digital diary, you know, something that we can look back on. The older we get, the more we forget. So it's something we can go back on and watch and, and show our kids and family and friends and be like, look at how badass we were. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. My son I mean, is it's, terrified it's of thing. what we do. Yeah. Oh, right. Sorry, my son's terrified of what we do. <laughs> He's like, why do you have to go find ghosts? I don't like ghosts. That's funny. My my son's three years old. He goes always, let's watch ghost videos. There's ghost videos on, on YouTube. I'm going to start showing him <laughs> your videos. Go get him hooked. Right on. Do it. Start him young. Exactly. Exactly. If he wants to go investigating with us and he gets old enough, he's definitely gonna. I'll definitely take him out there with us. What's your um? What's your favorite piece of evidence? And I'll start with Matt. Which Matt? Oh, which one? Oh, uh, right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Welcome to our Not world. That's what it's like. <laughs> no, it's hard when you're talking to four people on the phone. I, you know. My favorite piece of evidence uh, is myself. Um, something I experienced in Ohio uh, that stuck with me for a year that made me quit. And uh, then I became stupid again and started doing it again. Um, but yeah, I uh, I believe that I was under demonic oppression uh, and there's like a whole paper trail that goes along with that. Uh, in Ohio, the location I was at was abandoned for 20 years and was used in the occult. And supposedly there was a portal to hell there. And, you know, you hear those stories everywhere you go. So I took it with a grain of salt. And somebody we had there with us kept focusing on the demonic aspect of the location and I brought a Ouija board the first time I ever brought one and uh, wish I didn't. I have footage for 45 minutes of my best friend filming this Ouija board. 
with my camera that I do not let anybody touch. 45 minutes of lost time. He was by himself filming this Ouija board. And um, something something definitely uh, scary happened to me. You know, a lot of people claim claim these things and they can talk to spirits and all this stuff. And, and, and it's just, it's hard for me to really believe what, what a lot of people say because what happened to me, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Um, something definitely attached itself to me in that moment and made me not myself. Uh, you can imagine how scary it would be for you to basically be an outsider of your body watching two things fight and try to consume and take over and you have no control and the thoughts that go through your head. And for a year I had dreams and I'd wake up in the middle of the night sweating, screaming, cussing, um, same dreams over and over and over. And I was able to get past it for sure. I was able to get past it, but that was probably the scariest thing that, that I've ever experienced in my life. That's that's amazing. How about Travis? Um, I think as far as evidence goes, the wildest. I, I think I can say it's my favorite piece of evidence, and Bullard might agree with me, but it's it's the key, skeleton key. Oh. Um, at tra- uh, was it Rolling Hills? No, that was Trans Allegheny. Trans Yeah, Trans. Okay. Yeah. Shouldn't have second guessed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the key's a good one, man. You go ahead and tell it. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'll leave it to you. Um, it, 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 <laughs> if that's your favorite. But, um, long story it's short. It's more personable to you. It is. It yeah, is it's a more, lot it's more, more personal, personal to you. To yeah. So I'll, I'll let you tell it, um, but if I had a, a second favorite, it was also a Trans Allegheny. Uh, me and uh, Bullard were uh, in the children's ward, and we heard disembodied crying. That yeah. that shook me. Yeah, uh, that shook me pretty hard. Disembodied, we we actually heard it, and we caught it on. Uh, Caught it on the recorder, which was awesome. Well, what about but, my whole, what about the octagon? I uh, see. I don't want to talk about the octagon too much because that that episode hasn't aired. And yeah, no, there, there's a lot of good ones in the octagon. Oh yeah, the the stairs. No, I'm talking about Rice? the voice. Yeah, it's up there. It's definitely a top five. I'm excited to hear the voice now. I'll click on next episode. That's a good teaser. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. I yeah, thought somebody broke into the... Wild. We that, thought somebody was broke in legit. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, I will as far as I will favorite, say... Sorry, go ahead, Charlie. Oh, I was saying the disembodied crying. That that that's probably like my favorite uh, piece of evidence that was caught. Yeah, that was a bone chilling moment for sure. 
Wow, that's, that must have been so powerful to hear that. That, uh, that, that was the like first that. time I... That, uh, ooh, some chills. Give me chills. Yeah, that was the first time I had ever heard in my entire life a disembodied voice. And there was no mistaking that was a little girl crying. No mistaking it. Really brings home like where you where you are in that location when you hear something like that. Yeah, it's like it's awful because you know what can you do? Mhm. It's, it's really it's really like when you get the word like you hear someone saying help me or something on like EVPs and you're like you know you can't do anything to help them. Yeah, it's it's a tough. It's a tough hobby to deal with sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool, it's exciting, but it's emotionally draining because people have things going on in their personal lives and ghost hunting is really relatable and it hits hard sometimes, you know. And it, a yeah, lot of people yeah. just say, "Ooh, you're getting you're getting spooked." It's, ooh, it's fun, but no, this shit gets real sometimes. These are you're, they're, they're real people we're dealing with or, you know, they they were people people at one point that we're dealing with real emotions, you know, yep. it's, it's, uh, I think people forget that sometimes they think of it more of things than actual people. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's tough. Like you said, we hear so like a little girl crying and it's like, what can I do to help you? Nothing. You know, yeah. It's tough. yeah. Well, we are oh, getting boy, close to the Tell end. Tell about the key. Oh, I hear about the key. Then we then they're almost they're almost done. We, we got here. All right, the key I'll slam out. I'll slam out the key real quick. So Trans Allegheny, we were uh, walking down the hall towards the end, and uh, I don't know if you've ever been there or not, but they're just gigantic, gigantic hallways. I mean, these hallways are two football fields long at least, um, and they've got a small corridor connecting another parallel two football field long hallway. So we get to uh, the small corridor and we hear a metal clang coming from inside of a room. Clay is pushing Travis in a wheelchair and he goes inside. Uh, I, I don't, I don't remember the exact reason why Travis said, Oh hell no. And backed out of the room. Um, but I had run in after they had backed out of the room just to take a look. And there was a skeleton key geometrically perfect dead smack in the middle of the room. And there was nobody in this hallway with us. It was just the four of us. So when we were walking by, we hear the metal ting, and all of a sudden there's a geometrically perfect dead smack in the middle center skeleton key. I pick it up. I look at it. Wow, it's a skeleton key. I look over at the windowsill, and it's got, I shit you not, a perfect dusty imprint of a skeleton key. I meticulously and carefully place the key right back on the windowsill. I'm the last one out of the room. All of the fellows go through the corridor. I follow behind. We get all the way to the other end, the adjacent end of the hallway. So we're two football fields away from the key room now. Uh, All the guys had run inside of the uh, room where the most gruesome murder in the history of Trans-Allegheny happened. And I'm standing in the doorway. And Clayton points out, points to my feet and says, look. And I look down at my feet and smack dab in between my feet is the key. And I pick it up and I say, oh, hell no. 
I pick it up. I walk all the way back alone through this gigantic spooky building with, I, I feel like thousands of screaming, angry souls just yelling at me, but I'm determined to see if this is the key. I go back to the room. There's just a dusty imprint of where a key was. And we wow, have no explanation for how that key got there. Yeah, it was that terrifying. Is, that is insane. That is and crazy. But that's what you go there for. You know, it's awesome. Terrifying, but awesome at the same time. It was, a, it was an original key. And they said that they were shocked because anything that's original in there, people have stolen. They said 100% it's an original key, and he has it. Yep. That is amazing. Has anything, like, been attached to it or anything? Like, he goes home from uh, uh, Trans Allegheny? Absolutely. 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 That key the plan is, put me in a... It's the plan is, is to take that key... Black place for a while. Yeah, the plan is to take that key to... Uh, the archive of the Afterlife Museum in West Virginia to Steve Hummel. That's the plan. Give it a final rest. That, that's an awesome. That's a, that's gonna, that's an awesome idea. So we're almost done with the show. Um, could you tell everyone where where people could find you guys? Do you want to find like the name YouTube channel? Yeah, so the YouTube channel is Project Paranormal TV, and on Facebook it is Project Paranormal VA. And I made a TikTok, I made a Instagram. Um, don't really know how to use those, so like I don't really post that often. But it's just Project Paranormal on both of those. But most of the content mm-hmm. you'll find is on Facebook and on YouTube. I know it's hard for us to find us in the algorithm, but. Uh, yeah, Project Paranormal TV at YouTube. Well, I'll be sharing your guys, your guys' stuff as much as I can, and I really appreciate you guys coming on the show and speaking with me tonight. Um, I'm looking forward to just seeing your your uh, your new video coming up here soon, and uh, definitely check out the Altagon House, and I will see you guys at the beginning of September at the cabin. I'm yeah, looking forward to it. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Thanks again so much, and I, I will talk to you guys in a, in a few weeks. All yeah, right. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. All right. Have a good one. You too, Bob. Well, that was a lot of fun. I enjoy talking to them. Sometimes it gets a little, uh, a little confusing when you have four people on, but I think we we did pretty good with that. Um, I'm super. We're gonna have a great show next week, and uh, look forward to. Uh, Look forward to it. So hope you guys have. Which, yeah, that's good for me saying I really have no idea who we have, who we're having on next week. Um, but it's going to be a great show. So hope everyone has a hope everyone has a good night, and we'll be back here same freaking awesome time, same freaking awesome channel. Have a good one. Good night, guys. <laughs>